Welcome to the Lunch Break Hymn Sing, a podcast dedicated to the rediscovery of hymns, both ancient and modern, as well as the authors who penned them. My name is Frank Aiken, and I'm your host. Thank you for tuning in, and if you like the content of this podcast, please make sure to follow and subscribe for future episodes. At the end of Romans chapter 5 and verse 20 and 21, Paul says this, Now the law came in to increase the trespass, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more, so that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ. Paul is speaking of the law's failure to conquer our sins and that we are unable to keep it. The purpose of the law is to show us how unrighteous we are as it drives us to the Savior, who is the one who has conquered sin and death. He alone can fulfill the law's demands. It is God's grace that shows us how He will redeem us through Christ's finished work on the cross. That grace, God's grace, is truly grace that is greater than all of our sins. But in verse 1 of chapter 6, Paul warns against those who may say that since they are no longer under the law, they can keep on sinning. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? But this is exactly how Joseph Hart lived much of his life. Born in London in 1712, around the same time as George Whitfield and Charles Wesley, Hart, like many children in the 18th century, would learn the truths found in the pages of Scripture from a very early age. Through his study of the languages, he would develop a love for poetry with a fondness towards the Latin poets. He would spend much of his 20s seeking to live for God, hoping to earn his favor through prayer and fasting and performing good works. Failing to live up to those standards, he would soon realize that nothing he could do would earn him salvation. Now the question became, would God accept him? It was during this time in church history that the debate between free will and election was brewing between John Wesley and George Whitfield. Hart's first printed work was titled The Unreasonableness of Religion and was to be a paper written to defend Whitfield's view of election. In this writing, he would say that a sinner's sins do not destroy, but increase his comfort even here. Joseph Hart, now 29 years old, would spend the next 10 years living a life filled with sin. His lifestyle would be justified by his belief that the grace of God would abound through his sinning, that very thing that Paul warns us against in Romans 6 1. But in 1755, at the age of 43, and for the next two years, the Lord would be at work in Joseph as he would deal with the nature of his own condition and his lack of trust in the crucified Savior, to where finally, in 1757, after attending a Moravian church service, Hart would say this, I was hardly got home when I felt myself melting away into a strange softness of affection which made me fling myself on my knees before God. My horrors were immediately dispelled 
and such light and comfort flowed into my heart as no words can paint. The Lord, by His Spirit of love, came with such divine power and energy into my soul that I was lost in blissful amazement. I cried out, What? Me, Lord? His Spirit answered to me, Yes, Thee. I objected, But I have been so unspeakably vile and wicked. The answer was, I pardon Thee fully and freely. We know much about Joseph Hart's early life and conversion through the hymns he wrote. He published a collection of his writings just two years after his conversion titled, Hymns Composed on Various Subjects. Faith Cook, in her book, Our Hymn Writers and Their Hymns, says this about this collection of hymns. Quote, To this collection, he affixed a preface, which he describes as the author's experience. With candid honesty, yet bitter regrets, he told the story of his long years of unbelief and detailed God's dealings with him. A masterly piece of prose with numerous gems of quotable thoughts and a pathos of its own, it was instantly in demand, as were his hymns. End quote. Due to the personal nature of his hymns, many were not suitable for singing, and so most hymnals only include a few of his works. Even in Gasby's hymnal, which includes 109 of his hymns, this disclosure is given. The following hymns by Joseph Hart were added to the selection after Mr. Gasby's death. Several, though hardly suitable for public singing, will be found profitable for private meditation. Joseph Hart died when he was 56 years old. He had only been a true follower of Christ for 10 years, but did more in that time to advance the kingdom of God than many do in a lifetime. On the stone that marks his grave are these words from one of his hymns, None but Jesus can do helpless sinners good.
hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Lunch Break Hem Sing. I'm Frank Aiken, and as always, thanks again for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Enjoy your lunch break.